What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, I, I, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I, I was going to come in and do the normal intro, but I'm a little... I, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm, I'm pissed off. I, I'm really pissed off. You already know who I am. I'm Daddy Fino, Bay Bay. Um, let me go ahead and introduce Sasha. Sasha, the legit king. Sasha, please say what's up to the people. What's up, people? And little pissed off is an understatement, guys. Like gonna be some shit today so. <laughs> um i just this is yeah this is not gonna be a normal episode ladies and gentlemen it's really not i'm oh man this is this is terrible it's this is so, gonna be a very special episode of the daddy fino show today you, you know what sasha just just take over right here just take over I, if because let me just let me let me try to calm myself down as you speak to the people because I, I, I can't. We've discussed this before we got on here. I'm gonna need you to stay on the whole recording today, okay? Look, if stay this stay on the mic. Okay, I'll stay on the mic, but if I if you hear me throw something, okay, just saying you might hear a crash or something. That's because I threw something. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay, well, let's get right into it. This has been a week like no other. And I think at this point, given the last two years as wrestling fans, unfortunately, we, you know, should be used to this, I guess. But man, WWE is at it again. Um, well, actually, let's just rewind a little bit. Let's, in my profession, when we have to make certain phone calls and deliver not so good news, they always tell us to start with the positives. Let's just do that. Let's get that out of the way. First. What? You, you know what? No, 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 no. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna keep quiet. We're gonna start with a positive. It's. It may not seem like a positive, but we're gonna take it as such. Um, we do want to send a very special shout out from our show to the family of John Moxley. It was announced by Tony Khan on Twitter that he will be entering inpatient rehab. Now you might be saying, why is this a positive thing? Because as a new father and a husband and just a, a man and human in general, I think it's a very positive thing that he decided to get help Obviously, he saw that he had some issues with alcohol and he got help. And that is a huge, huge step. So that's why I'm considering that positive, And that's why I want to start off with it. There's been a huge showing of support um, from wrestlers and fans on Twitter, social media, all over the place. So we do want to give a very special shout out and good luck to John Moxley and his wife, Renee, and their beautiful baby daughter, Nora. So... We want to start with that. Anything you want to say on that? Uh, yes. Um, no, I do wish he, obviously I do wish he gets help, the help he needs um, to just be a better person in general. So that that's definitely the step one. He took the first step by recognizing his, you know, his problem. And now he's he's off to fix it. And I can't be happier. That's, that's, that's awesome. Awesome. So- we just can't wait to hear, you know, when he's back and doing what he loves again, being with his family. So just uh, sending blessings to uh, John Moxie and his family. Okay, so I this is kind of like, which is the lesser of two evils that we're gonna attack first? 
I just thought about this all day. I'm like, what if we do this one first? And I'm like, no, that one might piss him off more than the other one. But we'll just dive right in. This past week, social media unexpectedly blew up because of the letter H. Oh, man. Not Triple H. No, no, no. Not Triple H. It was one H. Just one. The former Kalisto, he was known in WWE as Kalisto, he tweeted this past week and he was talking about going on AEW and he mentioned that he prayed and he spoke to you know, his friend, the late, great Brody Lee. Now, when he, at least I can find the tweet, it said, prayed and talked to John, in parentheses, Brody Lee before my match. Thank you for showing me your home at AEW and giving me the strength and energy I needed today. Forever you are in my heart, Hermano. Now, the first sentence, prayed and talked to John. He spelled John, J-O-H-N. Typically, even though his real, his whole name is Jonathan, it's normally spelled J-O-N, John. Now, when Kalisto said, when he typed it out, like I said, he added the H, here's Jericho jumped in and all he said was you spelled his name wrong period brody's widow amanda commented with a i think it was like a gif of hannibal burst said why are you booing me i'm right and it was on from there so let me just stand back wait matter of fact no start no yes let me start you (laughs) you before yeah let me just start off by saying anybody who knows me knows that i love brody lee i have the utmost respect for him and his family his widow everything i felt like this first of all i was like it must be a slow news week because for one letter this shit went completely left real fast First of all, I'm not the one to tell anybody, especially a widow, how to conduct herself or themselves in any kind of which way. I personally didn't see it as a big deal. At first I thought it was a joke and then I saw somewhere else where she, it was kind of implied that he spelled his name wrong, kind of like, I think she said, if you're going to spell his if you're gonna name drop at least spell his name correctly so it kind of came off as the kids would say like he was clout chasing but I didn't get that vibe from his tweet it just didn't come off that way so to me I guess she was saying that you know I guess he didn't reach out to the family or he wasn't as close as he's making it out to be why are you using his name I don't know I don't know parent i feel like there's more to this than we actually know so whatever that is first of all it's not my damn business um as far as what jericho did i don't think chris jericho i don't think he really had any reason to be in this like he seems to be the outlier in the situation like why did you jump in on this just to point that out like that just seemed kind of like a mean thing to do if she felt some kind of way about Kalisto saying that, 
I felt like that could have been like a DM or something. Or if she didn't feel comfortable for whatever reason, maybe talk to Jericho about it. Maybe Jericho could have pulled him aside in the locker or called him or DM'd him himself and say that. This just felt unnecessary and kind of messy. Like, why are we putting this out? Everybody in this scenario is grown enough to know, A, you know, how to do things behind closed doors, and B, when you put stuff out here on social media, especially in wrestling, it's going to blow up like this. People feed off of this kind of thing. So I didn't take it to be offensive. It was an H. People are making all of these theories about it. To me, it's not that deep. But again, I don't know the whole story. I feel like it should have been handled privately. And this really shouldn't even been a story, like, at all. So that's that's me. Go ahead. <laughs> she made it a story. All right. First of all, all right. Because I, I, I don't know if I should preference my statement or I should just, just, okay, look, look. You know, fuck it. All right, look. If I curse, I'm sorry, guys. I, I might curse more than normal. So, first off, all right. Kalisto, uh, you know, actually, no. Just going back to the beginning, okay? So, you have to be friends with somebody to, to, to honor them or want to honor them. Like, I don't know. I don't know, John. I don't know John at all. I, I I don't. I never met Luke Harper. I've seen him on the you know on on shows before when I, ones that I've attended. But you know, I wrote uh, you know a heartfelt message about you know when he passed away. Unfortunately, Sasha, you're a huge fan of of Harper, of, yeah. of Brody. I, I you, wrote one too. You wrote one. Mm-hmm. Did you spell check yours? No. No. Okay. So it's like, all right. I know I didn't spell check mine. I might have spelled it wrong too. I don't know. I, I can't even remember how I spelled it. I don't even know I spelled put Brody. I don't even know if I spelled Brody with the Y instead of the I E, you know, which is, you know, something that Miro did. You know, Miro writes Brody with the Y, not the I E. You know, just saying, but, I, you know, you never hear her correct him just because. You know, when unfortunately he passed away, yes, Miro was there with her, crying with her and all that. But I get that part. But he was showing respect to your husband, who by so many people is considered one of the nicest men to ever step foot in a locker room. He was loved by so much, by so many people in not only AEW, who these people probably maybe just met him. I'm not sure of their relationships before, you know, beforehand. But he spent how many years in the WWE? He was there for a good while. A good while. Like six, yeah, like at least six years. I'm trying to think when I started watching you in NXT. Maybe about six years, I think. So six, six years, he's, years. He's, he's been able to grow and have relationships with, with several wrestlers with most wrestlers, honestly, in the WWE. In fact, did you know that Kalisto and him have been on Up, Up, Down, Down several episodes? Having a good yeah. time. Now, yeah. maybe there's something behind the scenes. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. You know, I could be talking on my ass because I don't know. I wasn't there. But come on. Come on. He was showing love to your husband. And you don't come out your face. First off, fuck Jericho. 
fuck him. I, like, come on. That, that was a dickhead. He knew what he was doing. He, he knew exactly what he was doing. He needs to worry about his, his stupid promos and he needs to worry about his little stupid ass feud with an MMA team, you know, not not wrestlers with MMA guys. You know, this is supposed to be a wrestling company. You're supposed to be building up the, the future of the wrestling and all this, but you're you're doing the same shit WWE does when you want to face, you know, outside people, bringing outside people and taking stealing time from the people that are busting their ass every day on AEW. But it's cool, you know, whatever, whatever. So we're just going to contradict ourselves there. That's another fucking story. Okay. This guy, very heartfelt message. First time on the show, they he knows this is the home of Brody. You know, he does everything that like, he, he didn't even have to do it. He didn't have to say anything. But he, he said it because he cared. He cared about Amanda's husband. And she just shitted on everything. In my opinion, she shitted on the entire memory of him. By just doing by attacking someone who had the the decency to even honor him, I didn't it, say she sit on his whole memory. Nah, I mean, the whole, nah. yeah. Well, okay, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm exaggerating that part, but she shitted on just what he. Okay, she shit she shitted on the person he represents because he, that's not something that he would ever do. Like. I just I don't know I mean just because he spelled it it's not like it's one letter okay he put John they both say John like you know the like it's not like he called him a different name or something like it's not like you said oh Bob Huber you know and you know or something like it, it was John like it's still John like I, come on come that's why on. I said I feel like it, it has to be more than that like it just it's like you said you you keep that to yourself or or if if it's more than that right they call him out on what it is don't say oh it's because he he spelled the name wrong if he let's say they did have beef in in the past maybe i don't know maybe he stole money from or something i don't know let's just say that Let's say, oh, don't be thanking my, don't be honoring my husband when you stole money from. Like, say that. Like, say the reason. Don't but be still, petty with some with petty that, shit like that. That's some. That's some stupid shit. That's stupid. But I feel like this whole scenario is a, a very good lesson on why. First of all, it's it's crazy that, like I said, we they're doing this in public. Like we become such so adapted as a society to say, okay, we're gonna just put this shit out in public. Like nothing is really private anymore. So that, I think that too was like, yeah, yeah I could have, I could have kept that at the house. Well, the, and the thing is, it's not, what did, what, do you know what Kalisto responded with? He was just like, my, he, he, said, he apologized and yeah. said, it was just, you know, like he said it, it even. Charged it to my heart and not my head, yeah. Yeah, like he was, he, he apologized in a nice way too. Like he, he became the better man. And as far as I know, from people that I, you know, that I've watched and read how they talk about Kalisto, Kalisto's a great guy. Like he's a nice guy in the locker room, also loved by a lot of people, including Sasha Banks. Like they're super close. Like 
it's it, it was a terrible look, terrible look. And I lost so much respect for Jericho. Lost so much respect for Amanda. Like I can give two shits about her. And if uh, and and I'll be honest with you, if I'm Tony Khan, because they both work for my company, because Amanda now works with AEW and shit. I would definitely, if he didn't have a, a conversation with them, or you know, shut that down immediately, then I lost respect for him too. Just saying. I mean, again, I didn't think it was personally that deep. I wouldn't go so far. See, for me, it's like I can't really. I wouldn't go so far as to say I lost respect for her because I mean, to me, it's like I can't say that. And nah, nah, like nah. I said, it, it shouldn't. Be, I, you're right. I don't think it should have happened that way. Again, I just think that there's more to it. It should have been handled differently. I can't say that. I, like I said, nah. she's. If you got a lot. the and balls to it. say that, then you got the balls to bring it out to the light. If it's deeper, then say deeper. Don't don't make it seem like it was just about a letter, like come on and if it was and again this is speculation i'm trying to think that you know a year ago if you follow her on social media i follow her on instagram and she's been very outspoken i guess because if you think about it a year ago she was kind of in the this was around the time he got sick so this was i think late october he got real sick so Mm. i think she posted a picture too of i think they were, I think they were about to airlift him to some hospital. It, he wasn't, you can't see him in the photo, but that's what the captions said. But um, it was in her stories. And oh, okay. so to me, it's like, and I, again, I'm just speculating that this is probably a really, really, probably one of the harder times in this because now it's been, a those year. feelings are about to creep up. You're in the time where this was happening. You know, Look, maybe, I, maybe she's just a little. Sasha, a little, I, I will say this. I can't speak on her behalf as far as her yeah. feelings and stuff like that. I, I'm not, I, I can't. But the thing is, you know, she said it's no, it's when someone brought up, this is the craziest part. This is what would really piss me off. When someone, this is, uh, someone tweeted, I think because English isn't his first language, so probably just didn't realize. She said, not an excuse to spell someone's name wrong if you're name dropping. Like, it's like, not an excuse. Okay, well, you know what? Yeah, I'm sorry your husband died, but that's not an excuse for you to be an asshole, too. See, we're going to differ on this. I, like I said, I think it's more I, I get it. I, think I, it's get it's, I get it. I get the premise, like, yo. Yes, she lost the love of her life, her son's dad. I get it. I, I, I get it. I don't understand it because I've never been in that position. So I will never say I understand fully because obviously I don't know. But I get it from an outside person. You know, you 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 might have made a you might have said like the greatest point with that is yeah, you know, it's been a year, we're getting to that point where, you know, we got Thanksgiving coming up, we got Christmas coming up. You know, this is when all this stuff was happening a year ago. You're probably totally right. But damn. Really? That's something Uh then, if that happened, you should maybe, if anything, if someone ever said something nice like what Kaliso said, 
that's probably something for you to go in the room and cry a little bit, you know, because you miss having but John. But I mean, we also can't. People, like I said, this is we don't know this woman. First of all, we don't really know her, and okay, people grieve different. Okay, but, so then if she gets in, but then okay, have you ever? I'm not saying that she gets a look. What I'm saying is we've all been in situations where we've reacted in a way that we kind of look back and like, damn, maybe we shouldn't have reacted that way because of something else. And I'm just saying, that's why I'm saying to me, it's not that deep. It, I felt like, okay, this could have been handled outside. Yeah, it wasn't a good look. I felt like he was being genuine. But at the same time, it's like, I can't. The only person I really kind of thought was real trifling is Jericho. That's the only person. Well, I was, no, I was gonna really get to that. I was just gonna say, you know what though? I'm not. I'm if, not if, upset with her because to me, for her, I, I just can't. I lost respect Jericho for her a little bit, but yeah, I agree. I, I did. I, I lost. No. I lost respect for her, but I, I do agree with you. It, it was the the instigating as Jericho. Yeah. So to me, I'm, who has I'm not, the worst dad bod than any fucking person in the fucking world in wrestling, like you piece of shit. Just whatever, man. It's it's no, whatever. I'm, I can't say I don't. I'm not mad at her. I feel like I'm not mad. Yeah. I'm disappointed. That's yeah. why. Well, That's the thing. That. <laughs> I, it's not mad. I, I don't want to because I I can't be mad at her, but I'm I'm definitely disappointed. And if you and the thing is, being disappointed in someone to me is worse than being mad. So, you know, that's just me. I, I just I don't know. I, I'm I'm done. It doesn't matter. That's just that's the tip of the fucking iceberg. This was a story that shouldn't be a story. Bottom line, this shouldn't have been anything. But I feel like when Jericho said what he said, they kind of opened it up. So we shouldn't have went there. You know, I feel like the only person that was really trifling, given what we know, we really don't know the context. Again, I hope that I feel like Jericho, mm. he was trifling. I just so, hope at full gear, if Masvidal is there, I hope he actually hits him with a knee to the face. That's all I'm saying. Knocks his ass out. Oh, Lord. Anyway, that's, that's what he fucking So, what deserves. we've deduced is the letter H was part of. Two of the big, well, one of the biggest stories. The other story that happened. No, you, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it honestly, the letter H is probably going to get the title of this episode because H has to do with every story we got to do talk about today. So just, just saying, if, if, if you think about it, <laughs> H has really everything, and you don't want, you don't even want to know where I'm going with. The, oh, just go, just go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I told you guys, very special episode. He is about to have a full-blown conniption in a minute. Okay, so putting that behind us. The other big story, unfortunately, like I said earlier in the episode, it's been two years. And we've been dealing as wrestling fans with these releases. And just, it's been big name after big name. Some names are not as big, but... I would think, especially after the last few months and the amount of people that they let go, I don't know about you, but I kind of thought they were done. But unfortunately not. Yesterday, November 4th, we're recording this on the 5th, WWE released 18 uh, wrestlers from the main roster and also from NXT. Now, I'm going to read the names on the list. <laughs> and I, I want you guys I to, to listen to Fino. 
I have to laugh. Because, and, yeah, I'm just, I'm, an, I'm not going to go in order on the list. I'm just going to, yeah. So, we have Davey Boy Smith Jr., which I feel like I had read that before that he was signed. I was kind of surprised when I said it. I was like, oh, maybe because we haven't really seen it. But Davey Boy Smith Jr., um, Lindsay Dorado, Grand Metalik, Jeet Rama, I believe, from NXT. Yes. Karina Cortez, also from NXT. Uh, let's see. Trey Baxter, Zeta Raymer. She was in reality wrestling here in Houston. I remember that. I think she's AQA. Yes. Uh, Jesse Camilla. Oh, hold on. This one hurt my heart, man. Jesse hurt Lord. my heart. Oh, Oni Larkin. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> that yeah. really hurt my heart. Oh. I, I like Jesse, but go do I, lo- I like Jesse. Okay, Frankie Monet, which I was surprised at. Um, Ember Moon, unfortunately. Uh, Eva Marie. We have <laughs> Scarlet, Carrying Cross, oh, B-Fab. God. Oh, God. I was so shocked. B-Fab. Listen to him, guys. Um, yes, it B-Fab. Nia Jax, <laughs> Mia Yim, and Keith Lee. <sighs> okay. Um, you want me or you? I can go. Mine won't be that long. Uh, I mean, I pretty much gave you guys little bits. <laughs> Frankie, I mean, Ember Moon, that hurt because I really felt like she had all the potential to be a really good, like a solid baby face on the main roster. And when she got hurt, it really just kind of derailed her. And I know she was trying out a lot of, you know, a new persona in NXT, but I think when they moved Shotzi, it really just kind of, she got lost in the shuffle. So I'm not surprised, but I feel bad because I feel like definitely they could have done more with her, but that seems to be the uh, the trend going forward. Um, Oni Lorcan. I was a big fan. I even drafted him and Danny Birch in our draft because I love him. So, uh, I mean, Nia Jax, I know a lot of people weren't fans of Nia Jax. I mean, I can't say I'm the hugest Nia Jax fan. I was I was still surprised, though, um, especially when she said earlier that she'd requested time off for her mental health. You know, she thought she was coming back. She asked for a little bit more time to just kind of heal and just kind of rest her mind. And she was shocked to be released. So that's definitely something that I know is going to be a big thing on the internet. Um, Eve Marie, I thought Eve Marie just got here, but she's gone. But she's filming a movie now, so I think she's. I think she'll be okay. Um, Scarlet and Karrion Cross. I mean, we're gonna talk about them because. We gotta talk about the the remaining two H's in this show because I know he out there probably about to have a conniption just as big as Fino's having right now. Um, B Fab, man, that was that sucks. Hit Road just got man. She was literally on the show last week in this vignette with the New Day. Like, damn. <laughs> um. Mia Yim, oh man, I really wanted Mia Yim to just be on the main roster. I really liked her in NXT. I wish she'd gotten 
damn, at least a shot. Like, put her on TV. And of course, and I can't wait to hear you talk about this one. If fumbling the bag was a person, <laughs> WWE fumbled so hard with Keith Lee. Oh man. They took everything that made Keith Lee special and they just, they put it in a trash bag and gave it and left it on NXT's doorstep because I don't even know what to say. This man went from being NXT champion and North American champion, having a show-stealing performance at Survivor Series with the Tribal Chief to, to not be there in a scary amount of time after not being on TV for months. So I don't know what WWE is doing. I don't know. Like, like damn, like <laughs> I don't have anything else because I'm just as confused as everybody else. So now that I've said my piece, I'm stand back. Don't throw anything. Do not scare the dog. I'm pretty. I'm pretty convinced Triple H cheated on Stephanie McMahon. And Vince, don't and, say that. And, and Vince knows about it. Vince found out. I'm. I'm pretty sure. It, it's. It's so fucking obvious that Vince does not want Triple H and Stephanie to last. Like, so he's just trying to find ways to piss him the fuck off, so that he'll just say fuck the McMahon family and just leave. Like that's that's honestly what I'm thinking. The Daddy you, Fino show does not support the aforementioned <laughs> opinions given by Daddy Fino just because we don't want to get a lawsuit here. So thank you very much. Continue. I I say I believe. That's just my personal belief. I I'm okay. pretty sure that's exactly what it's going on. How is cover our asses? That's look <laughs> look honestly. If that's the case, maybe that will get me into the a room with Vince McMahon. That, you know, because I, I'm. I, I mean, if they sue us for slander, I'm a public school teacher, so they gonna get shit for me. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I, they're gonna get worse for me. So, <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Look, I, I don't. Oh man, where do I start? Where do I start? Okay, you know what? Let's start with Hit Row. Let's start with Hit Row. Do you know? So first off, you know Swerve is dating Jesse Camille. I think I heard that. I think. So, I don't know what he did to piss somebody off. Oh, Lord. (laughs) But they they fired both his girls. Oh, man. She just signed a contract last week. B-Fab he's talking about, guys. B-Fab literally just signed a contract last week. Oh god, I've never heard of that in my life. Oh man. I, I'm I'm <sighs> so they they just announced their third quarter financial results. They reported 255 million dollars in revenue for this quarter. Ooh. That's a dollar. That's a 15%. No, no, they're broke, obviously. Um if you're cutting 18 people for budget cutting reasons, 
a 15% year over year increase. Holy fuck. Okay, so let, let me go by this one. Okay, so I, I Jessica Mia, all right, she's not a big deal. I get it. I liked her. I like, I kind of liked her old gimmick more than this one. She was like this weirdo, nerdy girl. I liked it better than this, the, the fierce thing that they were trying to do on NXT recently. Um, it's not a big deal, but like I said, um, it's kind of weird because that's the girlfriend of Swerve who is on Hit Row. Um, let's see. Zeta, it, it, I mean, it is what it is. She really didn't get time. Uh, Katrina, I think she was just a, an enhancement talent. It didn't really matter. Uh, G Rama, same thing with him. Um, I was shocked by Oni because why keep Oni and not Danny? Like, why not just get rid of both of them? Um, if you're gonna do it, just didn't make sense to me. Um, or just like, not get rid of him at all. Or, yeah, just not do it at all. So I, I didn't get that. Um, Trey Baxter surprised me because they also kept his girlfriend and not and not him. They kept uh, Cora Jade, um, who's really young and actually does fit the, that, the criteria of what the new NXT is going to be. You know, it's going to be a younger, building younger talent. I think she's like 22, 21. I don't know how old. She's young, super young. Um, I, I think Trey is pretty... He, he might be past that age, um, the rock, the age limit that they're trying to do. Um, but I did like him. It's just he really doesn't have a character. He's just he's good in the ring, though. So I give him credit for that. Um, let's see. Frankie Monet. I was shocked by that only because, one, she just moved from Vegas to Florida to Orlando to basically be NXT. You know, like she moved, moved all her shit. Um, in fact, Jordan Grace, I'm not sure if you're familiar with her, um, but she works for Impact. Um, mm-hmm. That's one of her best friends, and she went off on WWE uh, explaining, like, yeah, she moved her whole life over here. And your husband, her husband is on the main roster. Um, you know, obviously, John Morrison, for those that don't know. Um, so it just didn't make sense as far as that. Plus, she's been on TV doing stuff. I feel like she's a good person to have build your women's roster to help build it up. Um, you know, especially because you really don't have anyone in NXT besides EO that's experienced. Oh, and um, uh, what's her name? Um, Dakota Kai. Yeah. Those, those are like the two that you have because Raquel, I think, is going to move up soon. Um, anyway, Mandy. But other than that, uh, so... That's the NXT people, pretty much, for the most part. Um, let's go to main don't forget, roster. Don't forget Ember Moon. Oh, uh, Ember Moon. I, I'm not shocked by that. She's been wanting to leave for a long time anyway. She wanted to be in NXT, but they hadn't used her. She got hurt. I like Ember Moon, don't get me wrong. Um, but she's more of a in-ring wrestler she doesn't really have the character that she she just wasn't really that good character wise um although i did like her her first gimmick when she was in nxt better than this last thing that they did um that's just me personally um so not really too shocked by that so that's that's done with that um 
main roster, I already mentioned BFAB. BFAB, it just makes no fucking sense to me. You built up Hit Row basically by promoting them for for weeks, telling people like Hit Row's like the future of like SmackDown, basically. That's basically what they were saying. Including all four members, BFAB, you know, um, Swerve, Top Dollar, and Adonis. Like those are the four. This is a you know, there's not many groups now in the WWE. I don't think actually there's any group in the WWE now that has men and women. Like even the bloodline doesn't have it, and their wife is Naomi, and she's not even part of it. Maybe not yet. Um, like this is a unique group, it's a rap group. I already can see that this is going to fail. Um, also, quick question. She does the actual hit row. Do they have to stop that now? They may have to. That's fucking sucks. Cause that was probably the best thing of their damn gimmick. Anyway, just, oh God, they just ruined it. Okay. Anyway, um, let's see, moving on. Harry Smith never showed back on TV. He did some dark matches, never actually did anything on TV. I don't even think anyone even knew he was back officially. Um, I knew they were trying to work a deal. I did not know he actually signed one. Um, so it's not a big deal. It wasn't being used anyway. Um, plus, to be honest, I wouldn't have brought him back unless TJ can wrestle. Because uh, it would have been cool to see the Heart Foundation back again. Um, or whatever they were. What were they called? Was it the Heart? The Heart uh, Dynasty. Heart Dynasty. I'm sorry. I'm thinking the old group. Um, but yeah, so I'm not even concerned about that. Eva Marie... I, I know your feelings about Eva Marie. I always joked around. Uh, uh, I always joked around about evolution, and you know, I you know, it, it's just a fun thing. It was a nice little fun uh, games I used to play with you. I I don't care that Eva Marie's not there. It was nice to see her. Nice that she's you know she still looks good and she's now probably doing movies or whatever the hell she's doing. Um, I think she just even had an interview. Um, with somebody in WWE, I can't remember what show that it was that she did, uh, talking about how she'll be back soon, and then she got fired like two days later. So, um, it is what it is. Um, on that, um, as far as Lucha House Party, who was which one was it that wanted to get uh fired anyway? Uh, Grand Metal Grand Metal League. So pretty much he got his wish and let's say Dorado suffered for it too, but he's going to probably be happy anyway. They'll go to AAA and have a great time. It's not a big deal about them. Don't give, you know, I really don't give a shit about, about that. Um, it oh, sucks. They, that, like, yes, they lost their job and I'm, I'm a little bit like no heart today. I don't care. Um, it is what it is. I, I do wish them the best in their future endeavors. Uh, you know, but they got what they wanted. So how can you be mad? Um, no, let's just go to the main. Oh, well, actually, let me go to Nia Jax. I was shocked about Nia Jax. I will say that because the WWE has done so much to protect her, to protect her image, I should say, as far as, you know, with all the fans in the world shitting on her for how dangerous she has been in the ring and they consistently kept putting her in those positions 
just just show that at least in my opinion just show that one they don't give a shit and two to show that she can be in that position no matter you know no matter how dangerous she can be um i get that she wanted you said the mental health thing she took time off of mental health um i think they are gonna catch some flack for that because they fired her when because of that um well, also but it's also though the thing is they're gonna get some cover because she's not vaccinated and that was that there was a report that came out that several of these people weren't vaccinated and that's why they were let go I think she said in her statement, though, she wasn't even aware that that was an issue about her vaccination stuff. I don't think it was an issue, but I think they wanted to protect their business. And I think it, it depends on how, you know, what side of the, the wall you want to be in on this. You know, it, it's happening in the NBA. It's happening in, in football right now. Aaron Rodgers, NBA, like I mentioned, uh, you got Kyrie Irving. Where you have, if you basically, if you're not vaccinated, you're getting flack, and it's affecting their businesses. If Naya not being vaccinated, if that you know was the cause of breakout or something, the WWE could be in trouble too. You know what I mean? So I get it if that's the reason why, if that's the main reason why. Uh, I, I really believe that is the main reason why, to be honest with you. I don't think it had anything to do with her mental health. I just think it was a coincidence that it was, it was during the time she wanted time off for her for her mental health that it's that it happened. It was just the wrong time to let her go. That's just my personal opinion about it. Um, but let's get on to the main two because um, Mia Yim and and Scarlet I, they go basically hand in hand. They're in the same boat. Um, with the main two that we're going to talk about, well, that I'm going to talk about is Keith Lee and Karen Cross. Um, let's start with Keith Lee because you basically said it all. You you basically took the words out of my mouth and said it. They fumbled the bag. You gave them the moment at Survivor Series. I just watched that too, by the way, that Survivor Series match. Such a great match. Um, it was. They gave him the moment. They basically said that, yo, you're like one of our futures and you know and then you you didn't even mention the the royal rumble moment with brock lesnar and braun um they gave him the moment again um you know i don't know how you continue to fuck up great things that are being put up you know before you you know triple h I made the joke, you know, with the whole Triple H was a cheated or whatever. Um, it was a joke. I'm sorry, guys, but he had to have done something. I, like I, this because how is it five NXT champions, five NXT champions, people that helped build that brand into the greatness that it was are gone. It's to the fact. It's to the point. Where, by the way, we're probably going to lose two more people in NXT. Another NXT champion, Johnny Gargano, whose contract ends December 3rd. Oh, and and um, Kyle O'Reilly's contract ends in December. Not sure which day. And if you didn't know, they're actually currently doing a dark match 
I don't know if they're facing each other in a dark match on SmackDown or not, um, but they're definitely at SmackDown um, doing stuff. Um, but anyway, those are just other people. We've already lost Adam Cole. Um, we lost um, um, Andrade, Malachi Black. Um, what other NXT people have uh, we lost as been champion? Actually, it doesn't fucking matter. We lost so many of NXT's future. They they had such an amazing roster that Triple H gifted Vince like, yo, they're superstars now. I'm giving them to you. Make them, you know, make them the the Cena's, the the Rocks, the Stone. I'm handing you all these talent. I'm handing you the the, the brass ring. I'm, I just gave it to you. All you have to do is put them on screen, just and let them do the work, because they've already shown that they could dominate and be great. And what does Vince do? He says, Nah, fuck you. I'm doing this my way. And he ruins talent after talent after talent after talent. I, I just want to say at this juncture that remember those years ago when Triple H first married Stephanie and people were like, oh man, he's on Easy Street for the rest of his career. Oh man, what a, what a coup for him. Yeah, that didn't age very well because <laughs> baby, he just, oof. Vince was like, fuck your couch with this whole thing. You know what's frustrating the most about it, though? And this is going to sound fucked up. But they fired these guys. They released these guys. You know, you met Mia Yim. Great talent. Oh, good talent. Ember Moon, good talent. Um, Scarlet, good talent. Um... Taya, good talent. But they fucking keep Dana Brooke. They they, they fucking keep... Um, my boy. My boy is Ricochet. I love Ricochet. But you're gonna dare to... If, if there was one person you were gonna fire, if you really gonna think about it, Ricochet would be someone that they should let go based on the people they let go already. Ricochet... Fucking Akira Tozawa. Um, uh, um, fuck Reggie. Even though Reggie, you know, he's, he, he, it is what it is. But Reggie, all you keeping these guys. But you let go of the future. One of your, not, not your future, but your, your, you let go of Keith Lee and Karrion Cross, two guys that for at least the next four to five years could have been your top guys and as a heel, as a face, as a whatever you wanted them to be. That's the thing that pisses me off. It's, it's because that's when I think it's more than just wrestling. That's when I think it's more than just business. Because a guy like them, business-wise, I don't know their money. I can't count their, their, their pockets. But they just moved up to the brand which means their contracts can't be that high compared to guys like Akio Tozawa and stuff like that who've been on the roster for a while. So if you're really cutting based on budget cuts, when you cut the talent that's not making you no money, has Akio Tozawa made the WWE any money? 
I mean, you know the answer to that. I don't think we want anybody to lose their job, but I, get I don't. I don't. But I if you're going you're saying, to fire somebody, at least make it make sense. Like that's why I start. If you notice when I started talking about this list, who was the first people I mentioned? Jeet Rama, Katrina Cortez, Zayda yeah. Ramirez. These are people that no one knows has never made anyone money in the WWE. Now we know AQA. We've we've heard of AQA, but I'm just talking about as far as WWE. She ain't make them a dollar. Jesse never made them a dollar. Like I mentioned those people first. Akira Tozawa, um, even R Truth. As much as I love R Truth, R Truth ain't going nowhere. I know R Truth ain't going nowhere. I know. I know. He ain't going nowhere. So, but what does he do for your company? Besides make you laugh, Vince. That's enough for me. I'm just saying. Good, I'm just I saying for, a good for someone who cares about business. For someone who cares about business, this is for business reasons. Con, uh, uh, what's his? I forgot his first name. I was gonna Nick Con. Nick Con. You say it's about business, and it's obviously you don't know the wrestling side of the business. You just know the business side. I get it. Mm-hmm. But damn, if if okay, I'm paying. Let's say I'm paying Keith Lee a million. I could tell you if they actually use him, he's gonna make me five. So what am I losing by paying him a million a year if I know he's gonna make me five a year? Like, what's a kill Tazawa making me? It don't make no sense. And I feel feel bad for just mentioning him. But yo, I love uh, Carmella. I love Carmella. She was better when she was the, the, um, the, oh crap, what was the damn gimmick? The The princess of Staten Island. Island. The princess of Staten Island. Loved her. Congratulations on your engagement to, to Corey Graves. But what is she doing to be to be like over Ember Moon. She's not better than Ember Moon. She's a better talker. But she's not a better in-ring person than Ember Moon. And you want to say she's a beautiful person where you want to have her have that gimmick? Okay, put put Scarlet on TV. I guarantee that changes. I think what this boils down to is there's no clear Nobody's like, safe. Not well, yeah, but I don't think there's a clear direction because at some point it's like, what exactly do you want? Talking about like as far as Vince and them, like what are you looking for? Because if you listen to a lot of these interviews, what people do after their release, it's like they're raring to go. Like they're pitching ideas, they're doing all this stuff, and they're just kind of being fed lip service. And it's like you know, people are kind of just writing them off. It's it's very weird. It's like they're not. Look, I I, I felt that I, they weren't I, really putting much effort into the talent. It's just the image of the brand of the company. I should say is the bigger story. This is the thing, and I have insight on that. I I, I had to make I had to make a call. Okay, made a call. Go. I talked to someone who talked to someone who talked to someone. So this is like the, I'm like the fifth person. So it's not going to be the exact story, but it is what it is. 
So, and this has also been reported out there. It came, I forgot who reported it to. So this is my saying that that statement is true because I basically heard the same thing. Um, so the WWE, as you know, the whole NXT 2.0, they're building basically from the ground up. Mm-hmm. They're looking for young talent. They're looking, you have to be a certain age they're looking for their future because if you look at the WWE roster, um, and this is this is the only reason why I get the Keith Lee carrying cross um, letting them go. This is the only reason. Um, they're looking for age. If you remember, I think I think uh, Keith Lee's like 36, 35, 36. I think Karrion Cross is around that age also. Um, the new face, their new face, the guy that's going to eventually take the the mantle as the probably the number one guy in WWE within the next, I'll say, four to five years, three to five years, is who? Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker's 24 years old. Hey. Um Austin Theory, they just introduced him again for the second time. Um, he's 24 years old. Mm. Um, the he, guy that's 36, I, by the way. 36, okay. Yeah, um, he'll be 37 in about like three days. Three, see, 37. See, that's my, see, that, and that's where I, I, I get it. I, I get if that's the, and which, this has been reported that age definitely had a factor in this. I believe it. Um, I, I mentioned Austin Theory. Dominic Mysterio, who I said is going to, I predict was going to beat Roman at WrestleMania 39 for the title um, and end the streak for him, I guess you can say the streak, um, which I'm definitely changing now. Um, he's 24 years old. You know, AEW has like their pillars. There's the, actually MJF mentioned the, their four pillars. Um, you got MJF, um, Jungle Boy, Darby Allen, and who's the, oh God. Oh, and uh, Sammy Guevara. Those are the four people. All of them are 28 or younger. WWE starting, I think around 24. I think 24 is their, it's the age that they're going for. Um, I'll be honest with you. I'm shocked Finn Balor wasn't released based off the news that I came that was reported after uh, with the with the age thing. I think a lot of these guys that we like and love, there there's a good chance they're all going to eventually be on the chopping block, except unless you make them super massive amounts of money. So obviously. Drew McIntyre, I don't know how old he is, but he makes them, he's like their face. So obviously he ain't going nowhere. Big E's like 35, 36, I think also. He's 35. 35. Drew McIntyre is 36. 36. So they're not going nowhere, obviously, because they make, I mean, that's the new day. That's Drew McIntyre. Like that's, they're, they're safe. No matter what, they're safe. Balor might be safe just because of the money too, but he's on. He might be on that limbo area. We're not sure. Um, 
there's a reason why Pete Dunn, another one of your favorites. Well, please don't say Pete Dunn's name. I don't want no, no. the universe to hear it. Please don't. No, 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 no. He just signed a new contract. And I know that doesn't matter because of B-Fab. I'm about to say. like, didn't But the thing is, Pete Dunn's 28 years old. He's still young. His birthday's coming up, too. So nice. it's like, I don't even know how old B-Fab is. And I, I wish too. she's how old? Hold on, I'm looking up. Hold on. I'm, I'm working hard. What you're... <laughs> Like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. For her. I, I wish I knew how old she was, because I guarantee she's like thirty something. She might be close to thirty, if not thirty. I don't see anything for her. Hmm. But either way, like, did you know? Do you know how old Bianca is? I think Bianca's, me and Bianca, I think are the same age. I think she might be thirty-two. Yes. I didn't know that. I thought she was young. Yeah, she's 30. Yeah, I remember. We are the same age. Yep. I thought she was young. I did not know that. So it's like... Hey, hey, hey. Well, oh, uh, shit. (laughs) I just got myself (laughs) in trouble. I meant as far as, you know, you know what I meant. Yeah. But, yeah. So, (laughs) I didn't see you. I knew you'd cheer me up. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, it's... At the end of the day, WWE wants to go young super young that's just what they want to do and i can't i can't blame them for it i i can't i just wish it wasn't at the expense of my love for these people you know i cannot find brianna's age i'm looking at it i'm like i think trying that to. she's she kept that stuff to herself <clears throat> like i'm on her imdb page i still can't find Nope. Girl kept it to the chest. That's fine. But yeah, so she got to be up there too. I wish someone could find that out. Um, well, damn, if she if you're wrong, and <laughs> she's only like 24. Yeah, I know. Well, I, this, no, I don't know. I don't know. She's been doing. Let's see. She had a she had a song. She did something in, in 2013. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I think that's the way they're going. I think that's you know, and I'm I have to live with it. It's gonna hurt. Um, I'm I'm still pissed off. I don't even know if I'm like interested in even watching uh, WWE because it's like, why should I take my time, invest my time in watching your product when I don't even know who's going to be there to the next day? Like, is my favorite gonna be gone next? that's a it's a necessary evil especially these days I mean I I really felt like they shouldn't they hired so many people like they just swept up and it's like every time I turn they have these new classes these new classes of you know people from PC coming up and They have, you know, these new classes of, you know, people coming in from the PC. Like, every time you turn, it's like, even though they have the network and all this content, there's still limited spots. So, I don't know. It's, I feel like they kind of put themselves in a corner. And now, unfortunately, this talent, these talents have to pay for it. You know, if you if you don't know, that's always been a thing the past few years. Creative has been not that great. So, 
I don't understand why the thought process would be, let's hire more people if we don't know what to do with the people that we have here. Like, I don't understand that process. That's just weird well, thing for me. I think at the time they were just doing it to keep everyone from other places. But yeah, that's pretty selfish shit, then. <laughs> it, yeah, but you got to think that's what made Vince Vince. It was that same know. strategy that did it. Um, and the thing is, people are saying, oh, the WWE is dying. They just made $225 million in three months. I mean, that's because, like, the landscape has changed. Like, they got these big-ass TV deals and all this Well, that's my stuff. that's my point. That's my point. The WWE is doing the best they've ever done, despite all the problems they have. Yeah, because it's, it's not so much, like, like you said, but that that's true, and it's it's a different industry in the fact that you want to say like twenty years ago, twenty five years ago, so like the stars they made it, like the superstars made it what it was. Now it's just become just the brand itself is so big, like they do j- just enough to make. I don't even want to say superstars, like they make stars. But nobody's bigger than the brand. So I think maybe that's why it just seems like they're dispensable almost. Like, because I'm telling you, 20 years ago, would think about all the people they had on their roster, like a Kane, a Chris Jericho. Um, I know we always start with Rock and Austin, but work with me. You know, Kane, mm-hmm. Chris Jericho, Hardys, Edge Christian, Dudley Boys. Um, you know, the radicals in China and the New Age Outlaws. Think about all that. Do you really see if they were doing, you know, they weren't doing cuts like they are doing now. Everybody had their own, they're just their own lane. They were in and they were, you know, just all contributing. It was very star driven. WWE wasn't the brand that they are now. It solely depended on the talents. Think about how the business would be if there were say. Hey, we're gonna cut the Hardy Boys, Edge and Christian Nadelli today. Hey, we're gonna get rid of Lita and Trish Stratus and do all that other stuff. We're gonna get rid of Kurt Angle and Chris Jericho. You know, they might not be seen as like Rock and Austin status, but they had a role and they played it tremendously. Well, see, that's the thing. Hardy Boys, you're right. They're not the Rock and Stone Cold status as far as uh, you know, obviously talent, but as far as popularity, yeah, one can right. argue they're on the same level. Right, but like I said, they they had a lane, and it was more focused on building the talent. Right, right, you know, yeah. This was just like, it don't matter who you are, we can just get rid of you, like boom. You know, it's it just doesn't seem like I said, it's not talent driven anymore. It's hey, we can just go find. It sounds cruel, but it just seems like, hey, we can just go find somebody else to do this. We can just go find some more young, good-looking, athletic people and right. just teach them how to wrestle and have it. Like, it's not it's not that way. It's not the way it used to be. You don't have those players anymore that mm-hmm. they had back in the day. It's a Keith Lee. Keith Lee should have been if he if he wasn't a main event guy which i know that sounds weird because you see him and we're like yo that's money right there even if he wasn't the main event guy 
and it was back in the day, they would have found something for Keith. Like Keith Lee would have fit in perfectly. It would have been all good. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like we live in a time where it's like, yo, Keith Lee got fired. <laughs> like he's done. And we're like, what? It's, it's it's crazy. It's it's not the same. It's very much like, yo, we don't have anything for you. Bye. Like it's Yeah, it's good. It's more cutthroat now. It's yeah, it's it's one of the I, I don't know. I want to know when the writing team is going to get featured endeavor. Like, what about them? Where they at? You know what? It's hard because, I mean, I wrote this on Facebook, my status. I was like, I just, I don't even know why I'm a wrestling fan anymore. Um, I don't know. It's stuff like this. It's like, I, there's reasons why, and then there's these reasons that I shouldn't be. It, it, it really... It's really terrible, man. It's really, I, I just, it's especially worse when you know, like it could have been so much better, but someone else fucked it up. You know, like I, I'd rather have been like uh, Keith Lee turned into a, I, I don't, you know, want to say alcoholic because of the Moxley thing, but let's just say, you know, that's I'd rather have been because he fucked up than. It was because you guys just don't know what the fuck you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I wish it was more like that. But unfortunately, that's just not the WWE that we we currently are watching. Um, I'm not going to lie. I don't. I'm, I'm not like I'm really not interested um, in the WWE as much as I normally am right now. I mean, it's going to take a little bit of time to recover, not because of who was released, but more because of the understanding of, yo, they just, even though they have like this sort of plan, I don't trust their plan. And I could yeah. be wrong. Maybe their plan is going to work out well. Braun Breaker, you know, we didn't talk about Halloween Havoc, but like he looked good so maybe you know they know some parts of what they're doing but i need to see that widespread not just with one person i need that to be a everyone at least there's a plan for everybody and hopefully we'll you know maybe soon you know maybe i'll get back to being excited again for wrestling because I'm I'm down on AW too, by the way. Um, but it maybe maybe next week, you know, full gears coming up for AEW. Maybe by then I'm back into my spirit of wrestling again. And then at the end of the month, we got Survivor Series. Um, maybe with that, I'll get back into the groove. But for right now, I'm just I'm just fucking pissed off and I'm sick of it, to be honest with you. I'm really sick. And I, I just, I don't know what to think. I really don't. I mean, yeah. I mean, I hope you hope you feel better about this because you still need content, so. No, no, it was, see, and I just, I just, want, no, no, I know, I know. I, it's uh, the end of the Daddy Fido show. No, you know dun, I mean? dun, dun. Nah, you next time on Dragon it, Ball. No. Yeah, right? Uh, look, it, at the end of the day, though, I mean, obviously, I'm a Jets fan, people. 
if you know anything about the Jets. Ooh, I haven't heard anybody say that. I'm a Jets fan. I haven't had a championship since way before I was born. 1968 was when we won the title. Okay? So, I, I, trust me. I know. I know pain. I know pain. I can handle it. This is just my... Like, if you... I, I'll give you the... Uh, you know what? This is the perfect example. So, you know how they fumbled the bag with, with uh, Keith Lee? Well, think of what's happening in wrestling right now as the butt fumble with Mark Sanchez against the Patriots. Like, that's... This is what happened. That It's that equivalent. It's like... Damn. Like, I don't even want to... I don't even care anymore. Like, let me just... I need to step away for a little bit. I still love my Jets... Still love my wrestling, still love WWE, but it's like I, I gotta just step back for a second. I gotta regroup. Let me not just let me just sit back and try to find why I love wrestling again. You know what I mean? It, it's that's just what it is. So you know, it, it, it I'll be okay. I'll be okay. We got we you know we the next episode we do I'll be fine because that's gonna be a huge fucking episode anyway. Well, guys, like we said, this was a very special episode of the Daddy Pino Show. Um, a lot's happened, and there's a lot of ebb. Even when you love, like even in, let's say you're in a relationship or just a friendship, sometimes there's going to be an ebb and flow. And you know, wrestling is just like one of those things. There's going to be an ebb and flow in how you feel about it. I think we've all had those moments where it's like, man. Let me just kind of sit back and, you know, kind of step away for a little bit. And I can understand because, you know, I think the difference is with NXT, we were given so much to get attached to. And you want to see these people succeed because, you know, you can, they can go. You know, and a lot of them, but then they're all, all of them had some sort of stint in NXT and then to see, like you mentioned earlier when they go up to the main roster and it's like sucks because we see it but the people I guess I guess the people that it really counts for they don't see it yeah. and if they don't see it then we don't get to see it anymore because they're gone so NXT was so perfect like oh god yeah so I mean I'm just don't I mean I maybe not if I'm not showing it as much as you are, but I think maybe I'm a little numb to it because it's it's been two years of this. Like people that we thought, like, man, you know, they're never gonna go anywhere. It's they're they're gone, and I'm just hoping that they don't do this again for the rest of the year. Like, yeah, we got into the, holidays. the holidays. Yeah, we don't need that's gonna. And, it's weird, like you said, like you don't want to, you're kind of afraid because you start looking at people like, oh man, they're not using so-and-so, like, are they next? Because like, there's some people that I'm worried about right now and I'm thinking about it. I'm just like, shit, you know? So, you know, it's very uncertain times. You just gotta... Sick of your shit, WWE, okay? <laughs> I'm sick of your shit. God yeah. damn it. I am and so guys, sick. Guys, please and please stop saying that AEW needs to hire all these people. They they got enough people. They Yeah, they, they got to... their own problems and that's another whole fucking episode I can go off on. But I'm not. 
I'm going to keep it. I'm just going to stop with that. Uh, I've, I've been reading that too. Let these guys go anywhere else. You know what? You actually know where I hope they go. And we even talk about this because obviously WWE took over this whole damn episode. But with all the Ring of Honor guys, with Ring yeah. of Honor going away, you know, there's a whole shit ton of talent out there now. Um, there's rumors that AEW signed like 10 of them already. Um, and some of their biggest names too, uh, which was highly expected of them anyway. But they don't need any more. Like, I, I actually hope that a lot of these guys go to Impact so we can have three, like, legit yeah. companies. That would be pretty cool. We've never had three before. Um, that would be pretty dope. Um, and if not, just go to New Japan if you can. I, I don't know. New Japan is definitely building a group in the U.S. Um, that's a pretty outstanding group already. Um, so maybe that will help grow. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm just sick of WWE at the moment. I was sick of wrestling in general as a moment right now. Um, you know, I, I'm Becky Lynch and wrestling right now is Charlotte. So that, that that's just telling you how I am. Oh, good right Lord. That's just how I am. So, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Well, guys, thank you for joining us. Um, like I said, we tried to start on a positive note, but... This probably wasn't the most positive week for wrestling, but we hope that you enjoyed the show. You know, we always try to, to bring it to you straight. And I, I definitely feel like this was the episode for that. <laughs> um, Please release Triple H next. Okay, I'm done. All right, I'm done. I'm done. That's all. That's cut all it out. That's all. Cut I it out. I want him to have his own company. God. You and everybody else. God, I just, was... man, I just, I, I really just like to spend a day with him. Like, if I could be like, hey, Triple H, like, I'm not going to tell anybody. But just tell me, like, tell me. I don't even need a day. Just give me a question. I just have one question for you. I feel like it would take a day. Like, I would need, this feels like he would need to just let it out. And then we'd have to, like, get something, like, go get a milkshake or something and then come back and then he'll just let it out some more. <laughs> oh, God. We, we, we got to get Triple H drunk on, and then get some TMV, TMZ. He doesn't drink. Well, we're going to have to get him drunk somehow. Let's spike his, his medicine or something. Once again, the Daddy Fido show does not condone the use of spiking drinks or anything We else. need to do something. I, I need him to tell the truth and nothing but the truth. So help you God. I feel like I've become the legal representative. Let's this. get the hand that let's get the hand that uh, Mark Henry's hand kid thing, whatever, whatever the fuck it was. Let's get that. Put that on a Bible. Have Triple H there. Let's get the let's get Undertaker as the judge, and let's have a wrestling's court, wrestlers court, whatever the hell you call it, and let's ask them the true questions. That's what we need. And I need someone to 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 you know what? No, I'm not even gonna say. I'm done. I'm done. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna throw this water bottle. Thank you for sticking. If you're still with us, thank you for sticking with us. <laughs> Love you guys. Thank you so much. I'm Daddy Fino. Um, I am Sasha. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let Sasha take over. I'm done. Bye. Oh goodness. Anyway, I you can find me on social media and Sasha King Speak. You can also follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram as the Daddy Fino Show. You can follow Fino at Daddy Fino Yo with six O's. Yes. 
still haven't told the whole damn story, but we'll get to that in another episode. Um, yeah, so he just he, he threw a water bottle. I hope Duke the dog was not in the path of the errant water bottle. Thank you guys for joining us once again, and love you guys.